This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 3rd of November in your Squiz today, pledging to end deforestation, an update on Clio, interest rates to stay low, and the fun in unpacking. This is your Squiz today. Starting, of course, with COP26 today, Claire, the first full day of the conference wrapped up with world leaders pledging to end and reverse deforestation by 2030. It's the first major deal of the summit and more than 100 countries have committed to the goal. If we look at the scope of that particular problem, around 5 million hectares of forest are cut down each year. And when it comes to protecting the environment, trees are pretty important. Yep. Trees are awesome and what they do is they provide oxygen, they absorb about 30% of carbon dioxide emissions, they also provide shelter for wildlife, they minimise erosion, they keep the soil healthy so that we can grow our food. So trees are really important and when it comes to clearing land, whether that's for agriculture or whether that's to harvest the timber, it's a significant issue, particularly in Brazil and Indonesia but it really is across all countries and it includes Australia. Uh, We are one of those nations that have signed up to that pledge and experts say a goal to end and reverse deforestation by 2030 is a very worthy one. One to keep an eye on. It has been promised before back in 2014 and not delivered on. It's a pledge that countries will need to balance with big industries like farming, which is a big cause of land clearing. Also announced overnight, a pledge to reduce methane emissions, another greenhouse gas by 2030. It's being spearheaded by the US and the EU. Yeah, so carbon dioxide usually steals the spotlight when we're talking about greenhouse gases, but methane is more powerful and experts say that it's responsible for about a third of current warming from human activities. Uh, About 40% of methane comes from natural sources like wetlands. We can't do a lot about that, but the majority comes from things like agriculture. Uh, We're talking about farting cows and sheep (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, and also the production of natural gas. And more than 100 countries have signed up to this new pledge. Australia, though, is not one of those. Uh, Not signing that pledge was a condition that the nationals put on their support for the net zero emissions by 2050 target. And Deputy Prime Minister and Nationals Leader Barnaby Joyce has previously said that it would require farmers to go out and start shooting their cattle to reach that target. So that's a hard no from the Nats. Meat and Livestock Australia, though, have a goal to be carbon neutral across the industry by 2030. The gas sector is also looking to make improvements. Plenty more to come from COP26, another full day with world leaders today, and then the summit will continue until the end of next week. Back home and it's now been two and a half weeks since four-year-old Cleo Smith went missing from her family's tent in Carnarvon in Western Australia. The inquiry is ongoing, Claire. Police say they're close to identifying everyone who could have been in the area at the time. 
Yeah, and they said yesterday that they feel like they're getting closer and closer to identifying the person or the people who abducted her from that campsite. Uh, What they say is they're putting a lot of effort into going across that campsite and mapping it very carefully to look for disturbances in the ground, those sorts of things. Also looking at possible uh, routes where someone could have taken her, not just down the main road. Uh, They're also searching the dark web. Of Mm. course, that's a very serious nod to what might have happened to her. They do say they are considering it an opportunistic abduction. On to a COVID update now. Fully vaccinated residents in New South Wales will have more restrictions lifted as vaccination targets are reached ahead of time. From Monday, you'll be able to dance in a nightclub if that's your thing. Yeah, you can get down and go for a boogie. Uh, Also, (laughs) you're able to have unlimited guests in homes as long as they're double jabbed uh, and also go to an event with a full capacity crowd. So it does look like things really are starting to get back to normal. For unvaccinated residents of New South Wales, though, uh, the time when they are going to be able to enjoy the same freedoms uh, as those who are vaccinated has been pushed back to the 15th of December. December. Uh, Originally, it was going to be the start of that month when they were going to be on the same footing. That 15th of December date is when New South Wales is expected to hit 95% vaccination. New South Wales is currently at 88.3% fully vaxxed. On the good news train, though, new cases in Victoria were under 1,000 for the first time since late September. The outbreak in the ACT is also petering out eight new cases there yesterday. As we mentioned yesterday, a big Tuesday across the country, Melbourne Cup, of course, and the Reserve Bank's monthly meeting. Let's go with finance first, though, Claire. No change in interest rates. We've now had 12 months of the record low interest rate of 0.1%. There is speculation, though, of an earlier than expected rise. Yeah, and that's because in the last few weeks, inflation has gone up. So we've learned that prices are starting to go in an upward direction and the Reserve Bank has wanted to see that for some time because what that means is that chances are people are going to start to be paid a bit more because they're going to need more money in their pay packets to pay for things. So it really is a part of getting the economy revving. Uh, Also, there's indicators that the national economy will really start to bounce now that those lockdowns have ended in Sydney and Melbourne. Uh, The Reserve Bank yesterday said it's too soon to raise interest rates. They don't need to do that yet. And keep in mind, they've already put a target on raising interest rates, not before 2024. So there's quite a bit of time, of course, Mm. between now and then. But what economists say is that the economy coming back to life and inflation starting to rise means that interest rate rises might happen sooner than that 2024 timeline. So not this year, probably not in 2022, but maybe in 2023. On to something that may have had a few more eyes on it than the RBA board meeting, the Melbourne Cup. It wasn't to be for favourite incentivise, but a phenomenal race from Very Elegant. 
very elegant with a very inelegant spelling. I oh, just don't look enjoy at, that. <laughs> look at the way they've done it and it makes my brain explode a little bit. Yeah. But uh, look, not taking away though from the incredible effort. She's a six-year-old Kiwi-bred mare. Uh, she's an incredible horse. Didn't get a lot of buzz before. Um, it's the 10th big race that uh, Very Elegant has won. It was also Horse of the Year. So uh, it's a great Melbourne Cup for those people connected to it, including Chris Waller, who's the trainer, he's probably best known for his very successful relationship with Winx. Much smaller crowds there this year, of course, but lots of gorgeous fashion. I'll pop a link in your episode notes to a good old gallery of who was wearing what. Moving house and unpacking is something we've all had to do at some point, and now some Aussie developers have won an award for creating a game that lets you unpack and organise just for fun, Claire. It's got to be a sign that we're doomed as a species, doesn't it? <laughs> if you needed more evidence of that. Oh, man. Look, I kind uh, of get the Zen sort of, you know, Marie Kondo, Kondo kind of yeah. yeah approach to making sure spaces are organised and um, all of that. But, yeah, not probably my idea of fun is unpacking even virtually. No, over and over. So basically you can unpack boxes and find places Places for things to go in a room. Of course, everyone has different ideas about what goes where. So it's pretty interesting from a socio-cultural perspective as well. I'll <laughs> pop a link to that in your episode notes if you want to check it out. Squeeze the day, Claire. What are you keeping an eye on today? Well, of course, we've spoken quite a bit this week about submarines and France and Scott Morrison. Mm. Today at the National Press Club is Jean-Pierre Thibault. He is the ambassador of France to Australia. So he, of course, left Australia yes. when AUKUS was announced. It was quite a scene. So we'll hear what he has to say about it all. Yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on with all that hit for tat between Morrison and French President Emmanuel Macron about what went on with submarines. We did do a squiz shortcut on submarines. So if you want a refresher on what the deal is and why the French are so mad, I'll put a link to that in your episode notes or, of course, just search for squiz shortcuts in your podcasting app. That's all from us today. Have a good Wednesday. Happy hump day. And we will be back with you tomorrow. <laughs>